Hi, welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of Everyday NLP Bites. If you've not been watching or listening to the earlier podcast, my name is Florence Matt. I'm an NLP trainer and coach based in Cumbria in the north of England. I'm also the author of a book called The Intention Impact Conundrum, which is based on the personal effectiveness at work course that I run in the Lake District. And I'm also the co-author of Everyday NLP, a book that is now the pre-course reading for my NLP certificate courses that I also run in the Lake District. In this season of podcasts, I'm looking at something called the presuppositions of NLP. Another way of looking at these is that they are uh, resourceful beliefs that can really help the way in which we look at ourselves and other people. So their beliefs, their attitudes, but they can be transformational in changing the outcomes that we achieve. The one that I'm choosing to look at in this episode is that experience has a structure and that can be changed. The longer version of that is that experience has a structure. Our thoughts and memories have a pattern to them. Changing that will change our experience. The poet uh, naturalist and abolitionist David Henry Thoreau said, it's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. Making a clear distinction between what is there and what we choose to see, what is left once the brain has filtered that experience. The P in NLP stands for programming. And that's another way of referring to the habits and the patterns of behaviour that we have. Those patterns of behaviour help us to function. We don't have to rethink things all of the time. So they can help us, but they can also get in the way of our effectiveness and our relationships with other people. And to say that information coming in is very heavily filtered. I'd refer to this in the previous podcasts. So because we've got this huge amount of information that we're looking at or receiving, a huge amount of it is being deleted. A way in which you might notice this is if you're interested in a particular make and model of a car or a particular holiday destination, once you become interested in either of those things, you may start to see and hear more about them. They were always there, but up to that point, our unconscious hadn't selected them for our attention. Another way in which the brain filters information is it distorts it. In other words, that it fits information coming in with information that is already there. And a way in which you can see this, if you look up at the sky in one of those lovely blue sky days with white puffy clouds, if you look at them long enough, the brain will start to look at those clouds and see shapes in them. In other words, distorting what it's seeing to fit with something you're already familiar with. And the third way in which it filters information coming in is that it generalizes. The brain takes an example, something that's happened, and it applies that more generally. 
really helps us to function. We don't have to rethink things all of the time. When we go into a building, we don't have to think each time, is this building going to be safe? We're used to buildings um, being properly maintained, uh, being built according to building regulations. And therefore, we probably don't give it a second thought. So these patterns and habits really enable us to function. We don't have to, as I say, rethink things all of the time. But sometimes those patterns can get in our way. So if, for example, we hold a poor opinion of an individual, we look at everything that they say and do through that lens. And we can end up discounting information that doesn't fit with the pattern that's there. And depending on that relationship, that can have a really detrimental effect for one or both of us. And of course, we don't just apply this to other people. We look at our, we have patterns and habits in the ways that we look at ourselves as well. And many of those can be also quite unhelpful. When we realize though, that how we see others or how we see ourselves are simply a pattern, a habit, a way that we look at ourselves or others, then we can see the potential to make change. If you take an example of something that I suppose is very commonplace in work, which is appraisals. A lot of people have perhaps from their previous experiences, a poor opinion of appraisals. I hear this quite frequently. And if you realize that that is only a pattern of thinking, you can choose to break out of that and perhaps examine those previous experiences and say, well, what was it about the appraisals that I've experienced in the past that have led me to that conclusion? And start to look more broadly at what could be positive about them and what you could change to make them better. Then you're starting to shift the pattern and the habit of thinking. And that could be a very useful approach in a number of situations in our lives. You may have had the experience of hearing somebody talk about another individual, perhaps somebody that um, you have one opinion of and they have another. And hearing information that is contradictory to the patterns that we're holding creates something in the brain called cognitive dissonance. It's kind of a tension, if you like, between what we are hearing and what we currently believe. Now the brain looks to resolve that tension by coming down on one side or another. But being aware of that process and being aware that what we're, this is pointing out to us is simply a habit, a pattern of thinking, creates an opportunity for us to relook at the evidence, if you like, to look more broadly at the person or the situation and take in some of the elements that we had previously discounted. That is a way of changing our thoughts and memories. And that 
can change our experience. And changing that can change how we look at ourselves. It can change how we look at other people and be transformational on both. So how we currently see things is up for change. And I want to finish this podcast on a quote from the playwright Somerset Maugham. And he said, if you don't change your beliefs, your life will be like this forever. And he asks the question, is that good news? So on that thought, I thank you for watching or listening to this podcast and indeed watching or listening to the other podcasts in this series. Season three will be coming along in a week or two's time. And in season three, I'm going to be in conversation with other people and getting their view about what has been transformational for them in NLP and getting them to share that with you. And I hope you'll join me then. Thank you for watching or listening. Bye for now. Thank you.